Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Okay, yeah, it was uh, Topol in uh, the movie and Zero Mostel in the uh, live musical. See, I, I always thought Zero Mostel was like the only guy who was ever allowed to play that role. Anyway, uh, we we're talking about your one perfect movie not kind of good not really good but when you think of a perfect movie of what movie do you think with me the godfather the godfather 2 casablanca they are no brainers no brain they absolutely deserve the title of perfect movie and there are some that i like but i know they're not perfect like v for vendetta a little bit surprised and somewhat uh, angry that The Day of the Jackal is not, by most critics, considered to be a perfect movie. I think it's, I think it is. Another one that we talked about before when we're talking about World War I movies um, is, I think, also, I got to put a qualifier here, for its time, underline that phrase, for its time, all quiet on the Western Front with Lou Ayers, I got to say, for its time, a perfect movie. At Well, considering what they had to work with in 1929, I got to call it a perfect movie with the qualifier for its time. So what is your perfect movie? 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Let's go to SB in Buffalo. You are on. Hello. Tom, appreciate it, brother. I just got to mention Pulp Fiction, 1994. Oh! Love your thoughts on that. I'm giving you applause, SB. Applause. Save it for the movie, man. I would love to hear your thoughts on it. Well, I I want to ask you. uh, You're going to know my thoughts momentarily, but how many times did you see it at the theater? Zero, actually. I was not old enough to see it in in theaters, but I'd say... Three to four times a year, at least. I try to keep it on rotation, for sure. Oh, is that all? Just three? Do you know, SB, that um, Pulp Fiction, to this day, is the only movie I've ever gone to the theater to see three times? It was mind-blowing. Did you know when you were watching it, did you have any problem... Um, going along with Tarantino's non-linear storytelling? No, no, not at all. I think the cast and the writing just overcomes all. That ensemble cast and that movie and his other ones alone, just bravo. And where was the watch hidden from the Viet Cong? 
I don't think I can say that on air. <laughs> no, you can you, try you, to get me. You, you can, but you know, isn't it sad when when you heard about Bruce Willis's uh, dementia? Did you immediately flash back to the taxi cab scene after the boxing match? For me, it was uh, I flashed back to when he picked up the katana when he broke out of the pawn shop. Oh. to be honest. Yeah. Oh my. Who's Zed, baby? Zeb's dead, baby. Zeb's oh dead. Oh, my gosh. Um, Pulp Fiction. If anybody has not seen Pulp Fiction, it is, uh, you know what? You're right. That is absolutely a perfect movie. It does not mm. get better than Pulp Fiction. I'm curious as to your thoughts on a couple of other Tarantino movies. Uh, let's start off with the one that propelled him, Reservoir Dogs. Another great watch. Always got to keep it on rotation. Another great ensemble. Harvey Keitel was incredible in that movie. Eli Roth, incredible. Two of my other favorites, though, by him, I think you might like it, is Glorious Bastards. Yes. Or Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. DiCaprio as well, one of the best actors around. And him and Tarantino is a match made in heaven. You know what? And and I'm letting him name movies because I did ask him the question about Tarantino and his other work. Reservoir Dogs, not a perfect movie. Not a perfect movie. Uh, Tim Roth, uh, trem- the whole cast was outstanding. Steve Buscemi um, and yes. de- de- Lawrence Tierney, who almost got into a fight with Tarantino on the set of Reservoir Dogs. Um, is that, you know what, it is such an amazing movie. Um, Once Upon a Time in America mentioned earlier that it, I have not gotten around to seeing that. I was going to ask you if you've seen that. Uh, Inglorious Bastards, by the way, f- uh, uh. another phenomenal movie. Perfect, mm, I'd like to say so, but the history stuff bothers me for some weird reason. I had a feeling that was going to be the case, so that's why I was interested to hear your thoughts on that as well. Love the acting, though. I love the soundtrack. Working David Bowie and Cat People into a World War II rewrite? Great point. I'm glad you mentioned that because I forgot it myself. Another underrated aspect of all his movies, the soundtracks are incredible. Django Unchained. Oh, my gosh. Do do you like Django Unchained? Again, I would put it as a perfect movie for some people, yes. Um, Jamie Foxx, incredible. Samuel L. Jackson, incredible. And my favorite actor of all time, DiCaprio. Incredible in that movie. Most despicable character he has ever played. Aren't you forgetting? Aren't you forgetting somebody, though? Who am I for? Oh, Eli Roth, isn't that? No, Christopher Schultz. Christopher Schultz, right. uh, uh, Christoph Waltz. Votes, oh, yeah, he yeah. is amazing. You know, yeah, in, it's funny tall. because Inglorious Bastards almost did not get made because they couldn't find an actor who was capable of speaking Italian, French, really? German, and English with fluency. And I think it was the very last day it possibly could have happened. In walks Christoph, and the rest is history. Say that again. Appreciate uh, the time, man. All right, thank you, SB. I appreciate it. Uh, Pulp Fiction, a I, I think a perfect movie. I, I, I absolutely agree. The other ones, see, I, it, you just hate to put too many movies by one director on the list of perfect, but uh, I, I would say at least nines out of tens for every other Tarantino movie um, we mentioned. I'm embarrassed that I've not yet seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I know, shoot me, it's... Uh, a, a cultural gap that I have, but uh, Waltz is, is tremendous. Leonardo DiCaprio is is tremendous. Um, Brad Pitt is tremendous. Um, I, I'm just thinking about everybody, and and 
the thing about Tarantino is everybody wants to work. Everybody wants to be in a Tarantino movie. And um, a, a true story, getting back to Reservoir Dogs, uh, James Woods fired his agent. You know why James Wood fired his, Woods fired his agent? Because his agent never told him about the possibility he could be cast in Reservoir Dogs. Nobody knows what role James Woods was in contention for had he read for the part. But when he found out he could have been part of Reservoir Dogs, but his agent never even told him, his agent got ash-canned right then and there. True story. It, well, if you believe what you read on the internet, God knows it's all true about me. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Sometimes I like to Google myself and just laugh at all the inaccuracies. Uh, let's go to uh, George in uh, Williamsville. But any naked picture you see, that's definitely me. All right. Here is uh, George in Williamsville. You're on WBEN. Hello. Hello. Um, a little update on Jeremiah Johnson. Yes. It was one of my first date movies when I came out, and it was strange because my very first date movie was The Godfather when I was 16, I think, and uh, we double dated with my girlfriend's cousin and her boyfriend, and her born-again mother tagged along because oh. she loved Marlon Brando, oh. and she left a bit shell-shocked. Um, but that's a whole nother story. Literally, uh, literally and figuratively. So Jeremiah Johnson, which I've not seen, Robert Redford, Mexican-American war veteran, comes back, tries to be a mountain man, but has to learn everything from, from scratch. Would you call that a perfect movie, as one of our callers in the first hour did? I might not call it a perfect movie, but it was very, if you like histor- the, the accuracy of what somebody had to go through at that time, uh, was very much so... Uh, and I also learned that girls really liked Robert Redford. That's all my girlfriend talked about, and we broke up, I think, a week later. Well, that's all right, because uh, my first girlfriend was during the Peter Frampton era, and I had oh, to compete geez. against Peter Frampton. I did not win the competition. But that's, by the way, I'm going to steal your question. Your first date movie, what was it? I love the fact that yours was Jeremiah Johnson. Mine was Islands in the Stream. <laughs> Islands in the stream, true story. Uh, and now, what is your what is your perfect movie? Well, one thing is that about Jeremiah Johnson, he killed a bear with a fifty four caliber Hawkins, and my dad built one. And the size of that caliber, we took a birch tree down in the backyard with that thing. So oh, I good grief! In the country, good yeah, grief! It was just, Trying to cite it in, but my but I, I must I'm going to interrupt you at this point because any firearm that anybody names on this program within about two minutes I get an email from Frank Panasic of the 1791 Society saying oh I've got one of those I'll let you shoot it sometime <laughs> oh it's cool it's cool uh, but the a stupid movie if you're looking at comedies because everything well no 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 we want we want perfect we want per you you've given us some good some good side stuff okay you've given us some side pieces but what is your perfect 10 out of 10 movie what is it okay everybody's going to disbelieve this but i love i love this movie it's called the man who knew too little (laughs) the man who knew too little with bill murray really and it's just a dumb comedy but it's one of those things i just want to forget stuff and i can watch that movie and just sit there and i know what's going to happen and he plays his shit through the whole movie and it just he's a younger people might know this but people used to be clerks at a vhs store and that was his job 
and his brother was a major financier in London, and he took a vacation and flew out there to be with his brother, who wanted, didn't really want to be around him. And they thought he was a British spy, <laughs> or an American spy. <laughs> and he goes through, and it was when detente was going on, and the, there's these Russians that are trying to get with the British, and they're trying to bring back the Cold War. He gets in the middle of it, and, of course, he solves the whole problem. Um very interesting. I don't. Th- I mean, the man who knew too little with Bill Murray gets six point six out of ten on IMDb, thirty seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So you may be the only person to consider this a perfect movie, sir. For that particular, when that it's that perfect movie when you don't want to think and you just want to sit back and relax, it is a, a fun movie. May I suggest I perfect movies? You you already suggested. The Tarantino movies. I love the one where George Clooney and. Uh, well, I don't want to get. I don't want to. I don't want to give you. I don't want to give you the benefit that I didn't give other people about naming more than one movie because the topic. The movie. The, the, I didn't name the movie. I, I know, but you came close. I interrupted you. Uh, but we're doing the perfect movie. Your perfect movie, and I'm so stealing your date movie topic. I hope you'll forgive me. Of course not. Thank you, my love. I appreciate it. Bye-bye. Bye bye. All right, good stuff there. Um, Anybody else want to go with The Man Who Knew Too Little as a perfect movie? And I can't believe that Jeremiah Johnson has come up twice. So what is your – but it wasn't his perfect movie. His perfect movie, The Man Who Knew Too Little, because perfect movie to him means totally vegging out. I would suggest – and this is not for kids, not for kids – The Hangover Movies. The Hangover, The Hangover 2, The Hangover 3, When We Want Brain Dead, it is those movies. We'll watch them as much as they're on. And around Christmas time, obviously, our buddy, Billy Bob Thornton, Bad Santa, Bad Santa 2, utterly, absolutely hilarious beyond words. And having had a chance to actually hang out with Billy Bob Thornton a few times, makes it even funnier. But we've never talked about acting except for Goliath, which he was very proud of. Let's go to uh, uh, Rini in uh, Williamsville. You are on WBEN. Hello. Hi, Tom. How are you? Hello, love. So my, now, I think you should do it um, one time where you're talking about the funniest movie, the, you know. No, we're not doing that today. Today is the perfect movie. We we did the funniest movie a while back. Oh, you did? Oh, yep. sorry. I missed that. So, To Kill a Mockingbird. Oh. Uh, explain, please. Love that movie. It's with Gregory Peck and um, Robert Duvall. And have you ever seen it or read the book by Harper Lee? Do you know, um, I'm embarrassed to admit this, in high school it was a signed reading. I could not get into it. I've tried to watch it uh, as a movie. I couldn't get into it. I don't know what there is about it. I just can't get into it. Well, probably because you were made to read it in pa- high school, and they probably left a bad taste in your mouth. Yeah, but see, we, we had to read Shakespeare, only, too, and I fell in love with Shakespeare. Um, I do that for only, fun. Only one I own, the only movie I own, and I'll watch it again and again, and I get a di- I get something different out of it each time, not just the acting, but the way that the um, the children, the characters related to their father, and the way um, Boo Radley, who was the monster next door, who really wasn't the monster next door. I mean, I think it had just about everything: suspense and a good storyline, and you know, talk about history, historical significance with you know everything going on. 
in the deep south at that time. But I'd watch it again and take it, you know, just it's a long movie. Uh, but it's um, it's well worth it. Try it again. I well, think you'll, uh, you'll see it differently. It was actually a Christmas release in 1962. So we're talking about 11 months before the Kennedy assassination. I'm going to presume that you saw it not at the theater. I did not see it at the theater, no. All right, To Kill a Mockingbird. <laughs> now, see, see, you're, kill you're, a Mockingbird, yeah. You're in good company because there are a lot of movie critics who put To Kill a Mockingbird on their list of perfect movies. Now, I'm going to ask you... What was the very first movie you ever saw on a date? Teenage Rini, when she went out on her very first date movie, what was it? <laughs> um, I'm going to date myself here. Wait a second. <laughs> um, I think it was Jaws. <laughs> <laughs> and it movie. scared me. Yeah. yeah it, wasn't a good, it was a scary movie. But also, and I know I'm not supposed to say another one. I no, no, no. I can't. I cannot make exceptions to the rules. I'm sorry. You My, did, though. You, if you ask me, that you can, right? No, yeah, but I, but I, I'm running up against a break, and oh, I don't. Okay. I can't give you preferential okay. treatment. I can't. No matter how good you look in a low cut top, I cannot do it. Alfred Hitchcock's awesome, though. Anyway. Okay. Goodbye. My there's uh, Rini in Williamsville, and don't worry, guys. I know Rini. Um, very well. She's a very sweet lady. I love her. Anyway, um, Al- it's funny she mentions Alfred Hitchcock because, I will explain, if you look at the critics' lists of perfect movies, there are about four or five Alfred Hitchcock movies that make every single list. And if you like Psycho, Psycho is nothing compared to the 39 Steps, compared to Notorious. Psycho, of all those three movies, Psycho is the least well done. And that is an amazing film, you have to admit. Even today, it's got that infamous sound, the shower sound. You know what I'm talking about. Um, Okay, this is really good. You guys mind if I continue with this? There's two things going on here. I'm asking you... And I reserve the right to ask other questions, by the way, when you call in. I'm asking you what is on your list of perfect movies. Pulp Fiction has been added to our list. Pulp Fiction is amazing. Amazing. Young lady I was dating at the time, I took her. She was not as impressed as was I. Different taste for different people. What are you going to do? And I'm also going to ask the, your first date movie. wonder how many people out there, your first date movie was... Uh... Let me think about this here for a minute. Hmm. Got to put some thought to this. Caligula. <laughs> Hope not. It is uh, 28 minutes, or maybe, 328 at News Radio 930 WBEN. It's Bowerly, 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. To Kill a Mockingbird's also been added. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend it here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We're talking about uh, today. We're following through on what I said we'd follow through on on Friday, and it is President's Day 2023. Welcome, my loves. It is good to have you with us. Uh, We're putting together a list of your perfect movies. Now, you only get one. Now, we're not talking about very good movies. We're not talking about the funniest movie. We're not talking about the best love story. I mean, all of those genres could be your perfect movie. Uh, But... To Kill a Mockingbird, many critics say, absolutely, a perfect movie. Uh, Pulp Fiction, a perfect movie by many critics, but not as many as you would think. Uh, Godfather is on everybody's list of perfect movies. Um, And I'll, I'll add, so I'm asking you, what is your perfect movie? What is yours? Godfather, Casablanca came up last Friday when we did this, and... Hard-pressed to argue with anybody on Casablanca. Tremendous. Then there are some movies which the critics say are awesome, which might not do it for you. Classic example, at least in my case, Citizen Kane, Orson Welles. Every critic, oh, Citizen Kane is one of the greatest masterpieces of film ever. And I watched it, and at the end literally said, Really? That's it? Didn't do anything. But see, these things are all subjective. It's art. You can go to the Albright Knox and be blown away. I go there and I think, wow, chair hanging from the ceiling. Whoop-de-doo. That's me. Um, But what is your perfect movie? Or what is your most perfectest movie, if I wanted to be goofy about it? And uh, not to date you, but... First movie date. What was the movie you saw? Do you remember? How can you ever forget the first movie date on which you've ever been? Mine was Islands in the Stream. Had no idea what it was about. To this day, I have no idea what it was about because I was so nervous. Am I doing everything right? And there was no making out during the movie. No, no, no. 
But this was the era when Peter Frampton was, well, desired by every young lady in Western New York and around the world. Everybody had Frampton Comes Alive, the album. And uh, that's what I had to compete with, Peter Frampton. It was no contest who was going to win that one, okay? But look at us now. <laughs> Caught up with you, Peter. Yeah, in my dreams. All right, let's get back to the calls on uh, WBEN. 803-0930 is the phone number. Star 930 on the cell phone. And 1-800-616-WBEN. Your most perfectest movie of all time. I've decided to be a little funny with the language. Here's uh, John in Snyder. John, you are on WBEN. Welcome to the show, sir. Thank you. Uh, my vote is for In the Heat of the Night. Tell us about it. 1967, it was um, race relations. The primary um, subjects were Sidney Portier and Rod Steiger as a police chief in a small town in Mississippi. Oh. I, th I think it won the Oscar for the Best Picture back then. Uh, was nominated for Best Actor in a Leading Role, Best Picture. I'll have to figure out exactly what it won. Uh, but this is 1967, In the Heat of the Night. Did you see it at the theater, sir, or did you see it uh, later on? It was way before my time. It, <laughs> um, it uh, was something that's played often on Turner Classic Movies. Got to figure out if I think I do get Turner. I, I don't have the fancy channels. Like some people have you know, everything, including HBO. I've got pretty much basic cable, but I think it's got this is, this Turner Classic. Basic. Yeah, I think, I think, I think I've got i got to check that out. In the heat of the night, how many times would you say you've watched it? Probably at least six, close to a dozen, between six and a dozen. Okay, a black police detective from Philadelphia becomes involved in a murder investigation in a small town in Mississippi. Sidney Poitier, Rod Steiger, who, by the way, played Al Capone, uh, among the people in that movie. It has, every time I watch it, I literally catch something that I completely missed the previous time. And it did win Best Picture. It won and Best Actor for uh, Steiger. Um, so it sounds it sounds like a tremendous movie. Was it? Would you would you call it ahead of its time? I think so. It had a lot of tough competition. I've heard people say that '67 may be considered one of the best years for for film. Mm. What else? What else was? Uh, I, I was a little boy in 1967, uh, so as I was. But everybody's familiar with uh, the Graduate, right? Um, Guess who's coming to dinner? Is another Sidney Poitier movie from the same year, right? The The Dirty Dozen, uh, Cool Hand Luke. Uh, trying to think of what else. I believe Dirty Dozen. Uh, let's see. Um... Body and Clyde. I was going to ask you a question here. Um, the, oh, oh, yeah. Uh, obviously, you, it, we're talking about uh, detectives, uh, race relations, 1960s, Deep South. Have you seen Mississippi Burning? Uh, so long ago that I don't remember much other than it was Gene Hackman that was in it, correct? Uh, Gene Hackman and uh, Willem Dafoe and, uh, uh, and oh, man, uh, uh, Brad DeReef, uh was in it. Um, Mississippi Burning. Well, first of all, do, do you agree that Gene Hackman 
you could put Gene Hackman in a movie and his co-star would be something you'd pull out of a cat box and Gene Hackman would still make it a great film? You know, I just saw something with Gene Hackman just the other night. Now I can't remember what it was, but um, I just, uh, it was some un- really unknown movie from the early 70s and I had to check him on Wikipedia this morning, and I couldn't believe that he's like 92, 93 years old. Yeah, he retired. Um, the Conversation, is that one the one you're thinking of? No, it was something with um, Brian Dennehy, and they were oh, and they were like mill workers in a steel mill in the early 70s, and he had, was going through a midlife crisis and left his wife. I didn't watch the whole thing. Well, that, that, it sounds sounds like it would be kind of cool, but you know, you, you brought up 1967 being a, a stiff year of competition uh, for the Oscars, and, um, sir, you were absolutely right. Among the nominees, are you ready for this? Bonnie and Clyde, as yep. you pointed out, guess who's coming to dinner? Dr. Doolittle, The Graduate, In the Heat of the Night, Thoroughly Modern Millie, Camelot, Cool Hand Luke, the Dirty Dozen, and In Cold Blood. You talk about a stiff bunch of competitors. Those are all, I've seen most of those movies, amazing movies. Do you remember In Cold Blood? I do. I had seen that not too long ago with Robert Blake, right? Yeah, that also is uh, an amazing, amazing movie. It is, uh, it's beyond amazing. It is it is uh, phenomenal, it's just so de- phenomenal. It's so, de- it's so depressing, though, that what they what they did for how eventually it ended. Oh well, yeah. I mean, it ended as you might expect it to end. But uh, it was uh, it was a trend. the first time I saw that movie, I I fell in love with it. Obviously, it's not a pick me up movie uh, by any by any means. But oh. uh, Robert Blake, Scott Wilson. Um, and as far as I know, that is pretty much as true to a documentary as you're going to find coming out of Hollywood. Sure. Uh, thank you very much. Oh, oh, date movie. <laughs> Do you remember your first date movie? Uh, <laughs> my date loved it, and I was disappointed because I had seen the – we went to go see it. What was a sequel, Rambo? Wait, this is – this is the woman in your life wanted to see Rambo? Uh, I, I, I think I may have picked it because I loved um, First Blood. <laughs> it came out a few years before. Okay. Uh, that's, that's very interesting. Good stuff, though, man. Good stuff. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you. All right. Yeah, In Cold Blood. It's not a pick-me-up movie, but it's unforgettable. It's almost got this uh, film noir feeling to it, even though it was 1967. And uh, the Dirty Dozen mentioned that uh, the other day. Uh, they just took it off Netflix. I think the end of December. It'll be it'll be back on because they they rotate these things. But if you're just joining us, uh, you might have been listening on Friday. Your most perfectest movie of all time, and I know that that's grammatically incorrect. Okay, I'm just making a silly little point. Your most perfectest moment uh, movie of all time. We're getting some really good nominations here. Um, Bonnie and Clyde, I'm surprised that actually got nominated for an Academy Award in 1967. I know it is a supposedly um, iconic movie with uh, Faye Dunaway and uh, Warren Beatty, but historically, it has zero accuracy to it. If you're interested in Bonnie and Clyde and you want to get it from a totally different perspective, uh, and frankly, I think a much better movie is on Netflix, The High Women with Woody Harrelson and uh, Kevin Costner. You like Yellowstone? 
The Highwaymen is about the cops who were hunting Bonnie and Clyde. And there are a lot of accuracies in it. The car chase never happened. Um, uh, uh, Clyde Barrow's father did not talk to Frank Hamer before the shootout. So there are things that did not happen. But from the perspective of those hunting those gruesome killers, Bonnie and Clyde, and how anybody could idolize those scumbags is absolutely beyond me. It's really great. Kevin Costner is just, he is amazing. And Woody Harrelson, you know, I don't think Woody Harrelson and I view the world in anything like the same way, but as an actor, the synergy between Kevin Costner and Woody Harrelson in The Highwaymen is great. And if you love old cars, if you love the the wardrobe people did a great job. That 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 movie, I've seen that about a million times. Really really enjoy it. Is it perfect? I I can't I don't think I can go there. It, it's pretty damn good though. I'll say that much. Pretty damn good. Plus there are two people from Deadwood in it. So how do you go wrong with that? You know, if, uh, former movie critic Michael Caleri, who was with us on the old radio station back in the 90s, is listening, he's probably amazed. You mean Bowerly's actually watched movies? Because it was always the most awkward feeling. Every Friday, I would talk to Michael, and Michael was really, really into movies. I mean, he did a lot of work uh, uh, as a movie reviewer. Excellent movie reviewer, I might add. And uh problem was, at the time, I had two young kids. I didn't have time for movies. Now that I'm old and dying, I can spend my remaining minutes on the couch watching these movies. Um, here is uh, there was a pick-me-up moment. When I, uh, let's go to Eric in uh, Holland on WBEN. Eric, you are on. We're, we're, we're finding out what you believe is a perfect, not just the funniest, most romantic, but a perfect movie. What do you have for us? So I had Last of the Mohicans. Last of the Mohicans. I believe there have been a few versions. Have there not? Yeah, so this is a 92 with um, Daniel Day-Lewis and Madeline Stowe. Ah, okay. I remember when that came out and people absolutely raving about it. And 93% on Rotten Tomatoes, 7.7 out of 10 on IMDb. Uh, As you can, first of all, how many times have you seen 1992's The Last of the Mohicans? I owned it on VHS. Uh, probably at least a half a dozen times or more. And if you had to describe for people like myself who have not seen it, because that was the time I had, well, one kid at that point, and I was kind of busy, um, if you had to describe the basic plot of the movie, how would you do it? Well, so it, it is loosely based on the uh, Fenimore Cooper's novel, the, la- the Leather Stocking novels. Um, but it's, it's, it's set in you know, upstate New York, Lake George, and we're talking about historical, not historically accurate per se, but like right about the French and Indian War time frame, that, that era, fairly uh, 1700s. And uh, the reason, one of the reasons I picked it is because I enjoyed it and my wife enjoyed it. There's like a love story in there between the main character and Madeline Stowe. And so she enjoyed it. And then, you know, any movie that both of us enjoy, that's got to be high up on my list because we have divergent tastes in mm. movies. I yeah, like history. Well, I like mil- I, I like military history. It's got military history in it, and uh, but like I can say if you were to look look at it, a historian looks at it, not hugely accurate, but the whole flintlock era, that that stuff going on, it was just uh, it had all that to me, 
and also probably timing. I was stationed in Germany, saw it on mm. with my wife, you know, so that, that lended to it as well. And that was back, you know, pre-internet, so way pre-internet, right? So it was movies is what you had. And over there, you got what was on base when it came. Very, very interesting. Um, the Last of the Mohicans. Everybody loved that movie. Daniel Day-Lewis, who's just a tremendous actor, mentioned Gangs of New York before, and he plays Bill the Butcher in Gangs of New York and obviously a lot of other movies as well. You know what amazes me? To the best of my knowledge, none of the movies that people have mentioned today um, star Tom Hanks, and I'm pretty sure Tom Hanks has been in every single movie made in the last 25 years. Yeah, yes. Now, do you, do you remember, you remember your first date movie? I'm going to say it was La Bamba, the oh. Richie Valens story. Seriously? Yeah, Lou Diamond Phillips. Oh, yeah. Uh, David Bellavia actually hung out with Lou Diamond Phillips. He's got photographic proof of that. Uh, yeah, that was, I, I remember going to that movie. That was a date, I think, I think, I have to say, best I can remember my first date movie. Um, really entertaining movie, and the uh, guitar that was used in that movie, um, you go online and you look at prices for that guitar, and even though it wasn't the world's best guitar either then or now because of the fact that it was used in La Bamba, um, it, it fetches a pretty handsome premium. Yeah, and it was, I mean, I think Richie Valens, some of his stuff is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Don't quote me, but I think I remember seeing jacket guitar some item of his is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame down in uh, Cleveland. Well, they they alternate exhibits um, quite quite a bit. Um, sometimes they feature somebody, some then they feature somebody else, and then some are permanent exhibits. I think the Jimi Hendrix Woodstock guitar, I think uh, that Stratocaster is a permanent exhibit. I think that's on the top floor. Uh, but they, they do feature different people for uh, different times. And, uh, right. wow, that's that's very interesting. Uh, the La Bamba, the first date movie. And the worst part about that movie was not the final scene, uh, the line about the stars and the sky, knowing what's going to happen next, but the fact that you couldn't get the song out of your brain for the next week. Oh, yeah, right. And in the connection to the Big Bopper and Buddy Holly, so what, the Dead in Music dies, the Don McLean song, right? That's the whole... American Pie. Heck well, whole premise. I know I've told this story before in the year, but uh, somebody once asked Don McLean what American Pie meant, and Don McLean said, "What it means is I'll never have to work again in my life." <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you, great call. Thank you very much. The last of the Mohicans. Do you guys want to continue this? What would you say, listening, Lucas? Are you cool with this? Because I'm amazed at the diversity of choices. I brought up Mississippi Burning before. Um, if you've never seen that movie, would I call it a perfect movie? Mm. It's real close. I'd call it pretty darned good. Very darned good. But I'm biased. I love Gene Hackman. I mean, think about what he did in Unforgiven as Little Bill. Unbelievable. Not to mention every other role Gene Hackman has ever played. He just knocks it out of the park. He's amazing. Um, somebody also said, Tom, you let a swear word go by earlier. No, the word used was shtick. It wasn't something that sounds like it. The word was shtick. But uh, I apologize if anybody got offended by that. But there's, you know, you're labile if you did because that's, it's just, it's shtick. Um, routine, material, um, gimmicky, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'll continue this. If you guys are into it, why not? President's Day 2023 um, may, might give you some good ideas. Your uh, most perfectest movie of all time 
as well as perfect grammar of all time. And um, your first date movie. I was not expecting La Bamba to come up. And if you're part of a couple, is there a genre on which you can agree? See, the lady in my life, history, they don't get along. She and history do not get along. Together, we enjoy brain-dead comedies. And I'm going to give you one line. I can see my ass. That kind of movie. You know the movie. Come on, Meryl Streep. It'll come to you. All right. I can't remember. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile. Get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month. with Eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.